In his book, 1001 Ways to Reward Employees, author Bob Nelson conducted a survey to better understand what employees want when it comes to recognition. Based on his findings, he compiled a list of the top 10 recognition items employees desire. Let's pause for a moment so you can consider this question. When it comes to employee recognition, what would you guess made it to the top 10 list? Take a moment and think. Then we'll discuss. This is Rich, and it's time to revive your work. Okay, what did you come up with? Here are the specific responses that did appear on Bob Nelson's top 10 recognition list. Number one, a learning activity. It takes a moment to explain this one, but think about online courses, getting your MBA, signing up for a workshop. It's any activity where an employee is engaged in a learning or skill building experience. In other words, somebody invested in them. Number two, flexible hours. Number three, praise verbal. Number four, increased job authority. Number five, increased autonomy. Number six, time with manager. Number seven, time off. Number eight, praise public. Number nine, choice of assignment. Number 10, praise written. So when we reflect upon and consider this particular survey, there are three key points that stand out or jump out at us. Let's look at them one at a time. First, cash reward did not make the top 10 list. In this survey, it ranked number 15. Why? So let's think about the cash reward uh, like a glazed donut. And not just any glazed donut, a, a Krispy Kreme glazed donut. Matter of fact, a, a hot and now Krispy Kreme glazed donut. Now, we want it. Everybody does. And when you have one, you eat it and you eat it fast and it's gone. And then what? We want another. And then what? We want another. A Krispy Kreme donut has a very short shelf life when it comes to fulfillment. That's similar to cash. A cash reward is often already spent before we even get it. So this principle is transferable. It's a transferable people concept, and it works across multiple platforms like work or our personal lives. 
So my youngest daughter, Carly, was a senior in high school. She had 27 volleyball matches. Now, I could have said to her, Carly, your dad is an important man. My business is in high demand. And I cannot make your games this year. In lieu of that, I'd like to present you with $100 cash. Now, I know my daughter, and initially, she'd be pumped. Cha-ching, $100. She's headed out shopping. I also know her well enough as a human being to consider the future. That as her season progressed, and as she would glance up in the stands during those games, not seeing the presence of her dad, that that pumped excitement would eventually turn into disappointment. See, that's the same with people at work. There is a huge value in being present with and for others. And you can't buy that. In many cases, money is the easy way out. It would have saved me a ton of time and effort if I would have given Carly $100 and she accepted it. But this is not about being easy. This is about making an impact. That's what's discovered in this survey. And on some level, most of us are hoping we could buy our way into better and stronger relationships or rebuilding broken trust or being an effective leader. In reality, we can't. And money is often a smokescreen for what's missing. In other words, if I'm unhappy or miserable in my workplace experience, I might stick around for more money. But eventually, there's a point where money is not enough. I've heard it said that money without meaning isn't enough compensation. So number two, or the second key point that really jumps out at us regarding this specific survey, you are number six, time with manager. Try this, insert your name there. Number six on this survey says time with you. You beat out time off and cash reward. That's powerful. So again, why? Why did you make the list, right? What do you have to offer that makes you a form of recognition? So let's consider the perspective of a manager. If you lead people, here's what you can provide. You can provide expertise, experience, insight that others can glean from. You can also provide access to information that others might not have, information that's important for them to know, to perform, or to participate in their culture. Advancement. As a manager or a leader, you have the ability to help others along their career path. That certainly could result in a promotion. You also have the ability to build a relationship, perhaps a mentor relationship, with those who report to you. 
you can provide a safe place to listen. Simply hearing somebody is tremendous value to them. Also, what about caring about them? People who feel cared about at work are more engaged and more uh, fulfilled. So whether you're a leader or a manager in the workplace or not, if you're a spouse, a colleague, a parent, a friend, you provide value. You're on somebody's top 10 list. And the last aha from this survey is low-cost, high time. When we look at the top 10, only one item really has a hard cost tied to it. That would be a learning activity, which generally would, would involve some type of an investment to enroll in a course or a class. Outside of that, most of these items have no hard cost tied to them. What they do involve is the cost of your time, which when we think about it, we can always create or make more money. We can never create or make more time. So time really outranks money when it comes to value. I was having a conversation with a client just the other day. His conversation or his question was about how he could show appreciation to his direct team. Now, the company that he's part of had had a, a very strong year. So he wanted to share a significant cash bonus, again, with his direct team. And I asked him why. Why do you want to do that? And he said, you know, I want to recognize their impact, Rich. I could not have done this or we could not have done it without their hard work, their commitment, their effort. And I want them to know I value them. And that sounds great. That's the kind of leader you want, right? So as our conversation progressed, it became crystal clear for a number of reasons that the bonus plan or sharing a cash bonus with his team directly would not be a good idea this year. It, it really would not work out. So I offered him some good news. I let him know that he could still recognize his direct reports, his team for their impact and their hard work and their commitment and to be sure that they know he values them in other ways, right? In ways that aren't tied to his initial strategy of a bonus plan. And he quietly looked up and said, okay, I, I guess you're telling me that they want more of my time. Answer is yes. What they want from him is the same thing any human being wants from someone important in our lives. Attention, right? Presence. And I'm sure he's going to give that to them. You could tell it was me. It was more painful. You could tell that he has a surplus in cash to give to them. He does not have a surplus of time to give to them. Hence, the reason it's going to make a bigger impact. So what's the key takeaway here? We tend to inflate the value of money. And in reality, there are a number of things more important than money. One of those things is you. You make an impact at work, at home, in your community, in this world. It's time to own up to your real value. 
Now, that's priceless. If you'd find value in an additional weekly dose of encouragement, visit reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. That's reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. Or text REVIVE, R-E-V-I-V-E, to 33777. And consider subscribing to Revive Your Work in your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, give us a like or leave a comment. That means a lot to us. We'll see you next week as we continue our conversation that transcends the blurred lines between our personal and professional lives.